This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good, good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning. Would anyone else like to say good morning? Anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call would like to say good morning? Has anyone else joined the call this morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. You just joined the line. Well, we're glad that you joined us. We know you'll be blessed. Anyone else like to say good morning? Does anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Or just join the call. Does anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. I just heard two more teams who just joined us. Good morning, Susie. It's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, everyone. And I heard another ding who just joined us. Hey, good morning, Susie. This is Mona. Hey, family. Hi, everybody. Good morning, Mona. Good morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? 
Oh, yeah, Susie, also, um, I would like um, to a prayer request for my son um, with his arthritis again. He's he been um, complaining with a lot of pain about his wrist, so we pray for him, please. Okay. Hey, I just heard, uh, pardon me, Larry? Yes. Okay, I heard several dings. Uh, who joined the call, please? Good morning, this is Leonia. Leonia, good morning. Good morning. And I heard uh, other people join the call. Would you like to say good morning? morning? Sister Tracy, good morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Anyone else like to say good morning? Does anyone else join the call would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Can someone please mute your line? I'm hearing some background noise. Thank you. Does anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, this is Tara. Good morning, Tara. Does anyone else join the call? Anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Okay, we're about to get started, but has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning before I do? Well, okay. Um, before we move forward, we do ask that you please meet your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Susie, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in April for the monthly theme is entitled Expectation. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our, wonder, our wonderful and gifted declare. You'll definitely be blessed. There are two announcements today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. 
You will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature by Peter Sazero. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. You will be blessed. Next, <clears throat> excuse me, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. We thank you in advance for your gift. Please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash declare victory or cash app dollar sign I declare victory. And I will repeat that www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash declare victory or cash app dollar sign I declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests via the app, but there was one spoken, and that's by Mona. And she's asking that we pray for her son, Larry, who is suffering with arthritis. We sure will. The order of the call is corporate praise will be done by Diane. A declaration will be brought by Angela. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declare Angela. And I will repeat that. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Diane. The declaration will be brought by Angela. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declare Angela. The scripture for today is Matthew eleven three. To ask him, are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Everyone have a wonderful, wonderful day. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you this morning with a humble heart and bow down head. God, we give you praise this morning, for there is none like you. You are the incomparable God. You are the transcendent God. God, we can never know enough about you, O oh God. But God, what we do know that you love us, God, unconditionally. God, you said that anything concerns us, concerns you this morning, God. I, I just praise you this morning, Lord God. And I bless your name for you are holy, God. God, I have some concerns this morning. God, I thank you, Lord God. God, I Bless your name, I praise you. For I love you, Lord God, and I bow down before you this morning. Lord God, bringing my concerns to you this morning, oh God. 
But God, you said we can approach your throne of grace with confidence that we may obtain mercy and find grace. So God, thank you for your mercy this morning and thank you for your grace. But there is none like you. You are the loving God. You are a good, good Father. And God, we we bless your name. We praise you, Lord God. We worship you. You said when the true worshiper comes, you will worship you in spirit and in truth. And God, I worship you this morning through your word, God, that's planted on the inside of me. God, I thank you this morning. Oh, God, I thank you for your protection over your people, Lord God. We come to you this morning, Lord God. Our hope is in you. Our expectation is in you, Jesus. You said for us to expect your return, even though the timing, Lord God, of your return is beyond our comprehension, beyond knowing when that time will be. But you said, be ye also ready. And all to, at all times, for the Son of Man will come, Lord God, when we least expect it. So God, help us in our expectation to look toward you, to look forward to your coming, oh God. God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, for the faith, Lord God, that you have placed on the inside of us. God, when we put our trust and faith in you, oh God, we can expect that you will be with us, God. Nothing can separate us from your love. So God, I thank you this morning for your loving kindness is better than life. I thank you this morning, Lord God, for your love. For God, I come to you this morning, Lord God. I lift up Mona's son who's having problems, Lord God, in his body, Lord God. God, who's dealing with arthritis. Well, most of us, Lord God, are dealing with arthritis. But God, you who who are strong and mighty, Lord God, you who are Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals everything. God, you said, look to the hills from which cometh our help. Our help cometh from the Lord. So God, help us to look to you when things go wrong in our lives, when our body starts to fail us, oh God. God, when our body starts to have aches and pains, oh God, from our past, Lord God. God, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you, Lord God, this morning that you are the great healer. I thank you this morning that you are the great doctor. Lord God, I thank you this morning that you are the great lawyer. Lord God, I thank you this morning for your unconditional love. I thank you, Lord, just for who you are. But God, I got some concern this morning. God, this coronavirus, Lord God, your people are dying, Lord God. God, I thank you this morning that I can come to you, Lord God, that I can approach your throne of grace with boldness and tell you my concerns. God, I have concerns about your people, Lord God, in New York this morning. God, your people all over the world. God, I praise you this morning. God, my concerns Concerns, Lord God, is that your help, God, we need your help. And you said, Lord God, in your word, Lord God, that if we call on you, you hear us, Lord God. 
God, I thank you this morning that you hear my words this morning. You hear my concerns. I got concerns this morning, Lord God. I thank you this morning, Lord God. But God, I know that if I call on you, that you hear me, Lord God. Though your answer don't come in my time, but God, help us to wait in expectation this morning. Help us to wait, Lord God, to wait on you patiently, Lord God. God, I thank you. You said to be prayerful, to stay prayerful, to pray, Lord God. God, to come to you with everything because you are our father. You are our daddy. You are a good, good father. So, God, I praise you this morning, waiting on your help, Lord God, for your people, praying, Lord God, kneel down before you with my bow-down head and my bow-down heart to you. God, I have some concerns this morning, Lord God. Help your people, Lord God. Give them the knowledge that they need, Lord God, and help them to follow your instructions this morning. For God, you have given us a good, good book, Lord God, to follow it, Lord God. And those that don't know you this morning in the pardons of their sins, God, God, I, I ask for forgiveness, Lord God, but God, I pray for them, Lord, that they no longer reject you, but God, that they hear your voice, Lord God, calling them to you, Lord. Lord God, God, help them to turn from their ways, Lord God, and turn it towards you, that they may receive your love, your salvation, Lord God, and that they may have everlasting life. God, I thank you this morning for your word, Lord God. God, I thank you that you love us unconditionally. God, I thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Jesus, you're worthy. And I thank you this morning, Lord God. God, for declare victory. God, I thank you this morning that you see everything. God, you're all-knowing. You're omniscient, Lord God. You're omnipresent. You're everywhere, Lord God. So there's no reason, Lord God, that those that are in prayer, Lord God, those that are losing their lives, to call on you. You said you placed right and wrong in each of our lives in the beginning. You placed something that we know Lord God, you Lord, in the name of Jesus. So, God, I thank you this morning for your presence in our life. I thank you that you outstretched hand. You said when we go through the waters, we would not drown. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, you will uphold us with your righteous right hand. So, God, I thank you for your hand on our lives this morning. God, I pray that you send help to those that are dealing with this virus, Lord God. God, I thank you for those who have been infected, oh God. God, that they can see the hand of you moving, oh God. God, I thank you, Lord God, for your hand in the lives of your people, whether good or bad, Lord God. But God, I thank you that you never change. You're the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So God, I praise you this morning, Lord God. God, I know that it's not in our timing, but God, you will change things. Help us to put our eyes on you. You said to teach us to number our days, Lord God. For our days
praise, Lord God, are coming, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. God, I praise you this morning for my concerns, Lord, because I know you hear me, Lord God, because I'm your child. I'm your daughter, Lord God, and God, my relationship with you. So, God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, for what you're about to do in this world. God, I thank you. I see your hand moving, God. I see you moving, Lord God. So, God, I thank you this morning, Lord God. I thank you for your sovereignty. I thank you, God, that you are the eternal ruler, God, to hold all power in your hand, Lord God. So, God, I pray, Lord God. You said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then will I hear from heaven and hear their land, Lord God. God, I thank you this morning, Lord God. Let us turn from our sins and turn it towards you. Let us repent, Lord God. True repentance, oh God, to turn, Lord God, turn towards you and turn from our wicked ways. God, I thank you this morning, oh God that you love me. God, I thank you that you love declare victory this morning. God, I thank you that you have love for your people, Lord God. So, God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, for listening to my concerns, Lord God. When will this end, oh God? God, help us to stay in our chambers this morning, Lord God, while you do your work. God, said to close our doors and wait till the anger of the Lord pass by. God, I thank you this morning. It's just like your blood over our doors. God, thank you this morning until the death angel pass away. God, thank you this morning. I praise you this morning, Lord God. If we would take our phones off mute and praise God this morning for his loving kindness, for the God Thank you, Lord God. 
wonderful, wonderful morning. Oh, it's a pleasure to be back before the people of God on this morning. Thank you so much for the wonderful greeting and the absolute sweet prayer um, that's gone up before the Lord. I am Angela Holmes, and I am excited about our declaration today. I am really, really excited and just been excited about this word this entire month. Um, Again, if you can check your phones and just be certain that you are on mute, that would be absolutely wonderful. So let us um, let us dive in. Let's dig in. Father, we praise you. We thank you. We worship you on this morning. Thank you, Father, for your word. Father, I pray now that you 
um, order my lips to only say what you would have me to say, and you open up the hearts of your people, and that you um, till the soil that this word will fall on, that it would fall on good ground. Father, we give you praise, honor, and glory, and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So good morning, good morning again, good people. So this month, this month, expectation, such a great word for this month. I am, there's a few scriptures um, that we are going to go through inside of the declaration. I'm going to start off um, with this scripture that I feel is kind of like a, I don't know, it's banner over this um, uh, declaration. And it is found in 1 John 5, uh, 14 and 15. So it says, and I'm reading this in the uh, Passion Translation, since we have this confidence, we can also have great boldness for him. For if we ask anything agreeable to his will, he hear us. He will hear us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we also know that we have obtained the request we asked of him. So expectation, expectation, this scripture here, this, this, this feels, this drives your expectation, um, knowing that we have already obtained the request we ask of him. Now, your expectation can be, you know, personally what your expectation of God is. You know, personally, if it's a, a heart's desire, if it's something the Lord has given you to do and you're expecting to operate in it, you're expecting um, instructions for that. Um, if you are expecting, it, it could be uh, both naturally and spiritually, whatever that expectation is, whatever it is, whatever the expectation is. Today, we're going to talk about um, some things that could hinder um, you even having a desire to expect something or truly knowing that you're expecting it and not just saying it as words. We're going to talk about those things and we're going to talk about um, the promise of expectation. So we're going to kind of um, do a little uprooting, do a little digging, and then we're going to pad it. We're going to fill it with the, with the Holy Spirit. So um, thinking, just, you know, taking a moment to think that if you are not clear, if you're not clear, and sometimes we're not clear, sometimes we have to get clear. Sometimes we're not clear on some things and that's okay. Um, we can't hide that. We can't be ashamed of that, no matter how old we are naturally and no matter how old we are spiritually. Never let anyone condemn you for where you are. God is a God of conviction. When he convicts, he always blesses. In, in Psalm, David said, I'd rather be, um, I'd rather basically, and I'm paraphrasing, um, not to water it down, but I'd rather deal with God than to deal with man because God, he's going to correct me and he's going to bless me and he's going to further me in. You know, man can condemn and leave you right there. You could move on as a person. You can move on in your life. You can move on in your mind. You can move on physically. But people will remember who you were. 
They'll say things if you lost a significant amount of weight. Oh, you used to be big. I remember you big. But right now, yeah, I was 280. But right now, I'm 180. But all you could talk about is what I used to be, where I was. So don't allow anyone, no matter where you are in Christ, to condemn. So get clear. If you're not clear, like I said, it's okay. If you are not clear, you cannot sometimes even expect on the level God wants you to desire and expect, okay? Whatever it is, whatever you want, have you crafted a prayer around it? Do you have an intention statement? Do you have goals? Do you have action steps? How deep are you in it? Too often we cultivate and um, unintentional, unintentionally do things outside of what we're desiring God to do. We'll, we'll, we'll cultivate his presence for something else. We'll, we'll kind of beat around the bush on this and, and we'll get in prayer about this. And when he's really trying to deal with something deep down on the inside and we, and we, we, we come in worship, we come in praise, but not dealing with what he is actually dealing with us on the inside. So what are you doing about what you're expecting? What are you doing? In the world, we have great focus. When it comes to things of God, our focus seems to be limited. It seems to be um, kind of, it kind of trickles in. You know, if we are on, whenever we do go back, but if, if we are, are on a job or own a business, uh, we plan. We plan our exit plan. We plan our climbing plan. We plan on what we're going to do, you know, our customers, our, our marketing. I mean, we go for it. Are you doing that? in what you are expecting God to do in your life? Do you have great focus or is it watered down? Things of God need to be approached with the same intensity, same mindset, and with great expectation than you do in the things in the world. Are you expecting to receive a deeper, more intimate relationship with God? greater revelation of his word, an open door, ideas, whatever it may be, are you intentionally in expectation of not only the end product, but the journey from the moment you desired to the destiny? Yeah, see, that's the sweet stuff right there. That's the sweet spot. That's the good stuff that we like to um, kind of jump over. You will hurt a little bit. So here's a few things that I want to just um, help us get clear on. A few hindrances to your expectation. Number one, well, not number one, let's just say eight. Revisiting the past. The habit is something that we do as human beings. Emotions are an end product of our experience. I'm going to say that one more time. Emotions are an end product of our experience. An experience of what, Angie? An experience of what you're still having emotions over. Emotions are an end product of an experience. How you think, 
how you act, how you feel. These things, which seems to be so very minute, can change your entire life. And when you read the Gospels, you read the Gospels, you're going to find things about how you think, (laughs) how you act, and how you feel. It's a worthwhile adjustment. We stall our own progress by consistently revisiting the past, just as the children of Israel did. Even if you're saying to yourself, Angie, I don't. Um, Yeah, quite often we do. Our thoughts, some of us can control it more than others. And unfortunately, some of us um, spend hours, days, months, years in a a miserable state of that place, of that pain. And these things can hinder us in expectation because we're not able to get past it to even expect greater. Okay, so the children of Israel, what did they do? God came, uh, brought them out, and even brought them out with a great reward brought them out with great spoil, got into the wilderness. And as you all know, things went the way they went. And Moses, what in the world? We're out here. We don't have this. This is not happening. Murmuring and complaining. We'd rather go back into bondage. At least we had shoes. At least we had food. They kept revisiting the past, even if that past was not good, they something in them still desires that being in that pain, being in that misery is better than change. So never revisit the event in your mind because when you do, you will desire what was familiar in spite of the emotional pitfall, abuse, self-inflicted destruction, things you may have did, and it's not always something someone did to us. We, some of us may have had time in jail. We may have did some things that we got misdemeanor, felonies. We may have destroyed, utterly destroyed relationships, dogged people, talked about people, slandered people, um, false witnessing, uh, uh, hate, despising. There's things that we did, uh, not um, embracing a person, not liking someone because they're not saved. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. The emotion of the event is what is drawing you, not the event itself. Listen to that. The emotion of the event. The emotion that you felt, that you got comfortable with, that was released into your body, it's not. It is what's drawing you, not the event itself. Not the event. If someone could uh, mute your phone, please. Sounds like you just came off of mute accidentally. The emotion of the event is what is drawing you, not the event itself. Listen to a couple of truths. Now, I'm going to number these. And again, we're still talking about hindrances to your expectations because some of us can't even expect something and that's okay because at the end of this, I'm gonna help you to want to expect something. 
okay, regardless of your past, regardless of your future, regardless of your right now, even in this pandemic, regardless of your financial situation, regardless of your physical situation, regardless of your mental situation, we're going to talk about desiring and having an expectation because God wants you to listen. Truth. Number one, you cannot go to the future holding on to the biology of your past. A few seconds ago, I said the emotion of the event is what is drawing you, not the event itself. That's the biology of your past. No, 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 sir, no, ma'am. You cannot go to the future holding on to the biology of your past. Number two, beliefs are decisions. Decide what thoughts you will take into your future and write them down. May seem corny, may seem all of this, but I promise you if you do it, big things will happen. Number three, decide what behaviors. Listen, 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 listen. Number three, decide. You decide. Make a mental decision right now. I, Angela. I, whoever, I, Janie, I, Joan, I decide what behaviors and habits I will adapt to be consistent towards anticipation of what I am expecting. We are to anticipate a move of God, to anticipate any and everything we come to God for, that's according to his will. But we got to make a decision. Just like we decide to get up in the morning. Some of us snooze for five, six, seven, eight times. We decide to sit in a chair. We decide, oh, I need gas. So guess what? I'm going to go to the, I decided, I'm going to go to the gas station and get some gas. It's really just that simple. Decide what behaviors and habits you will adapt to be consistent to be consistent, to be consistent. This number four, decide what emotions no longer belong in your future, if they are healthy or if they are unhealthy. Sometimes we think we have healthy emotions. Sometimes we think that the way that we're handling something is a healthy way. Why do we think that? We've never been corrected in it. We've gotten pat on the back from our circle. People agree with you. We can, uh, we can fire out just unhealthy emotional words. Um, uh, we can have an unhealthy presence. Our, our, our vibes can be so off, so nasty. You can walk into a room and just spoil a thing. And we can feel because of the pat on the back or I am who I am and I'm gonna be just like this and I've been this way all my life. I'm going to stay this way. Sometimes we can really feel that we right and we as wrong as two shoes. So we got to allow God, especially in this time, this has been like, oh, my God, such a great, great, I know this might sound a little weird, but we're peculiar people. This has been such a great time of, of supplication. Baby, if you let God peel it back, you're going to come out of this pandemic just on top. Listen, so decide what emotions no longer belong in your future. 
Become, number five, become highly attentive to your inner chatter, thoughts, murmurs, complaints. Your words are powerful, not passive. Number six, you have to get a greater understanding about loss so that you can adapt to those conditions. I'm going to say that again. Number six, you have to get a greater understanding about loss so that you can adapt to those conditions. Thinking about when Jesus met the boy, the father, and the boy was rolling and foaming at the mouth. And Jesus stood there, and he, now he knew all this. He said to the father, how long, how long the boy been doing this? Just having the conversation, right? <laughs> having the conversation. The boy rolling and foaming at the mouth. The demon is cutting up. And Jesus knew all of this. But he was cooler than the fan. But that's us sometimes. When things happen, when we lose things, to, and I'm being very sensitive to the degree of loss. That's us rolling and foaming back and forth on the floor, running down the street, running back, our hair flying back, jumping in our on our bikes in our car, driving fast, everything we do and everything. So we have to have a greater understanding about loss so that we can adapt to those conditions. What did Paul, was it Paul or Peter said that I, I need to be content, I'm content in all things. When I need to be abased, I'll be abased. When I need to speak with elegant words, I speak with elegant words. Number seven, the journey between your past and destiny is a priceless process. Baby, I tell you, don't fight it. Number eight, you have to lose your ability, your ability, you have to lose it to panic, worry, or be anxious if you're going to do this with God, okay? You cannot get to your future if you are living in an emotion that is keeping you in your past. You won't even know when that expectation that you had arrived because you cannot see clearly. You can't see clearly in fog. You can't hear clearly with all the chatter. And you cannot feel deeply because you're numb. You're still living in a place that you were supposed to leave. You are not supposed to look back. You won't have a clue what to do because you are seeing the future looking at your past. So expectation becomes blurred. It stalls you. You're frozen in time. Frozen in time. Frozen in time. But listen, listen to this. As we get ready to close out, listen. This is what I really want you to listen to. So up above what I talked about, these are things that we go through every single day to whatever degree. You may even say, I don't even go through any of that. But there is something somewhere about what I just said that you do deal with. Now, listen, expectations of your desires will come swiftly with ease, ease. When you realize for real who you are and what God wants you to be. Well, Angie, I don't know what God wants me to be. To be. I don't even know who I am. There's always 
a way. You've heard if there's a will, there is a way. Because when you get in prayer, and this is not prayer of a consistent Lord, um, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I won't. But it is God, who am I? Not who people are saying I am. Not who even my mama or daddy said I am. Give me an understanding. You can get an answer for God as to who you are and what he wants you to be. And that desire has to be exactly what he is saying. You got to wipe everything off of your desk. It's something I had to do. Let's make it real personal. I have a whiteboard in my office. It had all this stuff on it. It had stuff from last year. It had things that God told me to do a few years ago. And I thought I was still in that same place. And just recently, all I heard was clear the whiteboard. So I had to erase this entire whiteboard. And it's a big whiteboard too. And clear my desk and sit back. And allow God to answer these questions for me. So let's get into it. Hebrews 11 and 34. God will turn your weakness into strength. And he will make you strong in the battle. Okay, God, who am I? Okay, God, what do you want me to be? God, I can't talk. God, I can't walk. God, I'm too old. God, I feel I missed you. I should have did. I have regrets here. Why did I do this? I didn't do this. I don't know if I can do it. Hebrews 11 and 34, God will turn your weakness, whatever your weakness is, weakness in thought, weakness, physical weakness, emotional weakness, weakness in consistency, weakness in tenacity, into strength, and will make you strong in the battle. Listen, this is, he's not saying after the battle over, under, beside it. No, he's saying strong in the battle, in the battle, not on the sidelines. He loves us to need him once we embrace that we need to be a damsel in distress. I don't know what it would be for a man, but I mean, we got to be probably purebred in distress for God with wisdom. Then bam. He allows, he allows our weakness so he can make us strong. Then guess what? That causes us to praise him. And guess what? He loves it. Oh, my God. Let God be God. Oh, my God. So much pressure off of us, right? Yes. Okay, so when we relent from our own way, from actually doing something, Okay, when we relent from it, Lord, I let go for my own way. My own way of doing uh, something, of thinking things, because we, we feel we have, um, we got this complete argument in our head against what God is allowing to cleanse us, to shed us, to purify us, to strengthen us, to set us up, to set us down, to pour in create creativity, to give us witty inventions and revelation and wisdom. He always gives us more. So I'm asking you this is good to declare this on this morning. I am not what the devil says that I am. I am not my past because I am who I say I am and who I think I am and who I practice to be. Who are you practicing to be? What is your practice? Okay, Ephesians 2 and 10. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, 
which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. I'm still talking about expectation. Listen to that one more time. Ephesians 2 and 10, we are his workmanship. We are his workmanship. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good work. My God, my God, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Oh my God, if that right there don't just make you go scribble out a banner that says expectation and put it on top of that. Thinking little of yourself or being overly independent is not virtue. That's not cool. It's not cute. It's not proper. It's not right. Because he is in you and created you. When you think like that, you are thinking little of God because he is in us. This is his dwelling. He dwells in us. Or if we're saying to him, thank God, I got this. Oh, yeah, God gave me ABC. No, Father, I got everything else all the way to do. No, that is not what we do. We partner with God. When we expect something, we prepare for it. Practice the presence of God over what you are expecting him to do. What are you expecting? Craft prayer with thanksgiving and gratitude. Gratitude, as you've heard it, gratitude is your altitude. Practice the presence of God over it. When we are wrapping what we are expecting in prayer, and listen, it's not just to escape something. It's not to escape trouble. Don't pray to be comfortable in your emotions. So um, you're really, really sad right now or just whatever it may be. Don't pray to be comfortable in your emotions, but pray to do the will of God in every situation. What is his will? That's why it is so important to get into your word. You may not remember every single word that you have read, but the Holy Spirit will bring to your understanding. He will bring that word back up. So you got to put something in to get something out. Okay, so pray the will of God in every situation, prayer, listening, reading, and repeating back to God his word, not spraying heaven with the plethora of vain words that have no destination and just, you just spraying, just whatever, there's angels, they, I'm trying to catch it, they got to, Lord, listen, stick with the word, instructions, God, Jesus left them. Clear, plain. Okay, so, amen. Listen, so um, again, not spraying heaven. The Bible is very, very clear how we are to do this. We are to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. What are you expecting? With thanksgiving. What are you expecting? With thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. What are you expecting? Praise that is God-centered, not to serve our emotions but in a way that is releasing our inner self to God, not loud, clanging, unnecessary music, vocals that are not worshiping. What did Elijah say? When those kings, all those kings came to him in the book of Kings, when those four kings came to him and said, hey, look, listen, Elijah, we need your help. I know you don't like none of us. And Elijah told them, I don't like none of y'all. And if it wasn't for this one right here, I wouldn't even be doing anything. Go get me a minstrel. Because Elijah knew what mental state he was in. 
He didn't like none of them. So you're not going to go to God filthy. I'm not going to God. Lord, I don't like these kings that came before me, and they asking me to do something that I absolutely do not want to do for them. But because of this one right here, I know you. the hand of the Lord is on it. Get, bring me a minstrel so that I can come out of this place that I'm in. That's why this music and this, this um, I don't, it's not worship. The praise has to be God-centered. It's a sound that comes from heaven. Those musical instruments makes a sound from heaven. Those vocals, a sound from heaven. A sound. It's a sound. Okay, so praise that is God-centered, not to serve our emotions, not something that's going to make us swing our hips, but in a way that is releasing our inner self to God. God gives us a clear guide, and I'm getting ready to close here. Listen to this. This is a good, juicy part. I love this part. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, God gives us a clear guide. And his desire for us to expect his word over our lives. What? Oh, my God. Listen, he says in Romans, I want you to read. I'm not going to read it all here just for the sake of time. But Romans 8, 26 through 39. Yeah, get someplace quiet and sweet and just read that. Romans 8 and 28. So listen, 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 listen. Listen to how we know when we expect things. We, we, we know. Listen, listen. Romans 8 and 28. We, we, we've heard this scripture, but I, I want you to hear an understanding of the scripture. Romans 8 and 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So, yes, you've been called. Go back to Ephesians. Go back to Ephesians, and it's not just called for a certain thing, because sometimes we can hear that. Oh, you know, you called, you called, you not called. You important, you important, you not important. No, 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 no. Go back to Ephesians and, 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 and read in the beginning of Ephesians, book one and two. You're called. Okay. Um, a good work for those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So how can we expect this? Okay, God, you said, and we know all things work for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. How can we expect this? How, God, that doesn't make sense to me. Here is why. Let's listen, listen. In Romans 8 and 26, so this is above 28. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans, okay? So we got the Holy Spirit interceding for us, Romans 8 and 34, which is below 28. So we got a, a, someone up above us um, interceding for us and below us interceding. Listen, Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's what I said when I found this out here. <laughs> oh my God. So that makes so much sense. Romans 8 and 26. Romans 8 and 26. The Holy Spirit is interceding for us. 
Jesus is interceding for us. So this, as I close, is how we can have great expectations of God. God bless you all. I pray that there was something said today that filled your heart, something that will fuel your day. For those of you who are still going off to work or those that are working from home, I hope that this is something that you can chew on today, that you can muddle, that you can meditate on today and be blessed. Well, God bless you um, all. Again, I am um, um, Sister Angela D. Holmes, and I love being able to come before um, God's people and so I just want to open it up to those that have not been, that were not able to um, say good morning uh, earlier in the beginning of the call. So uh, go ahead, chime in. Good morning to everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, family. Good morning. Good morning, it's Kenya. Hey, good morning. Good morning, it's Barbara. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning, Good morning to the both of you. Good morning. Good morning, it's pretty Patrice. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. It's Arlita Renee. Great decoration. Thank you so much. Great. Oh, God bless you. Praise God. Good morning, Angela. It's Dee Dee, and happy birthday, Patrice. I love you. Thank you, sis. Good. Love you, too. Good morning, and yes, happy birthday, Patrice. Thank you, Angela. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, De- um, Declare Victory family. This is Rochelle. Hey, good morning. Good morning. It's Barbara Lodi. God bless everyone. Loved your declaration. Fantastic. Praise God. Good morning. Good, Good morning, morning, Angela. Angela. This is Jacqueline. Enjoy the declaration. Amen. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Declare Victory. Angela D. Holmes, my sister, my God. I was trying to sleep. <laughs> you shook me straight up out of my bed. I got up. I was trying to have some tea. I couldn't have my tea because I'm trying to take notes. Good morning. God bless you. It's an awesome declaration. Thank you, woman of God. I felt like my coach just shipped me into a boot camp. Bye, God. Well, praise God. Praise God. Good morning to you. I am so, so elated that you were blessed. Happy birthday, pretty. Thank you, sis. Okay. <laughs> Happy birthday. Is there anyone else I'd like to say good morning? And then also, if you have any comments, you have any questions, please feel free to chime in. Great declaration, Angela. You were talking so fast, my pen couldn't write quick enough. I definitely have to listen to the replay. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry about that. I was, yeah, I was a little excited. Um, good <laughs> well, God bless you. Well, praise God. Praise God. I do have some questions. I have to find my glasses because I was scribbling notes. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, good morning. Okay.
Hey, it's Dee Dee. While my sister's finding her glasses, I'm with uh, Dondria. I do go to boot camp, but I was in a spiritual boot camp with your feisty self on this morning. My sister, when I tell you, you got us together. But I love when you said that um, we have to decide what emotions don't belong in our future, and then we can't get to our future if we're living in emotions from our past. we got to get over it because you're frozen in time. And when you said that, you know, i got grandbabies, and if I see frozen, one, two, three, four, five, one more time, but it's so, <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> because it's true. When we're stuck and living in the emotions of stinky, dirty stuff, and then we're in, living in condemnation yeah. for stuff, you just lit it. So, again, I'm with you with expectations and for us to really, really stop and know, you know, what emotions that don't belong in, in the future. I That was so, that was so dope. So, so I love you and thank you for, you always light it up. And I'm, I guess, Barbara, because I'm, I talk fast too. I, I was right with her. <laughs> so I love you. Thank you. <laughs> well, praise God. Yes. Yes. You know, I, I, it's a beautiful thing about, um, declarations is, you know, it, it, it feeds your soul and it pulls a whole lot out of you. And these are some things, you know, and I'm, I'm right here on this page. That's what I had to do and what I have to still do. I got to decide what behaviors, what emotions, what, what, what you going to do, Angie? Is, does that belong to your future? Does that belong to your now? You know, and because it's, it's hindered me in the past. There's some stuff that I had to just get in my car, literally in my mind, and pack it all up and drive back there unload everything leave the car and catch me an uber back here back into time to now just leave everything back there but amen i thank god amen sis. was there anyone else miss barbara did you find your glasses good morning that was this is tanya great great declaration love this um, can you do a quick recap? Well, one and two. I, I, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just mm-hmm. one and two. Good morning. Okay, good morning. Number one was um, you cannot go to the future holding on to the biology of your past. And I related number one to um, right before that I had said the emotion of the event is what is drawing you, not the event itself. Amen. Hallelujah. Good morning, Angela. Oh, good morning. Oh, just one one second, brother. Let me just give her um, number two. And then I'll, I'm gonna. Um, okay, so number two was beliefs are decisions, and decide what thoughts you will take to your future and write them down. And in deciding what thoughts, you know, will your thoughts what are your thoughts of you? Because you you practice who you are and you are who you say you are. So the thoughts, because we all know it starts in the head. So those thoughts, what thoughts 
will you take to your future? And write those thoughts down so that you can revisit them. So you could flip that page at any time. You could be being emotionally, mentally attacked. Open up, you know, flip that page of, okay, these are the thoughts. This is where I need to be. This is how I need to be thinking. It's part of renewing that mind um, daily. Was it just those two, sis, one and two? Yes, ma'am. I, I believe I. Oh, number eight. What was number eight? Number eight. Number eight says you have to uh, lose your ability to panic, worry, or be anxious if you're going to do this with God. Trust in him. Was that it? Just number eight? How about number yes, seven? Number seven? Somebody said number seven. Okay, number seven, the journey between your past and destiny is a priceless process. So that's the journey between your past and your destiny. That's all those. It's not a straight line, as we all know. That's the ups, the downs, around the corners, the squiggle to the left, the down. You know, that's all of it. Losing everything, gaining everything. It's just, it's all of it. It's all about it. Okay. I believe that was Brother Jeff. Was that Brother Eric? No, yes, it's Brother Jeff. Good morning. Good morning. A great decoration this morning. Uh, happy birthday, baby doll. Um, wow. As I was listening uh, to your your decoration, and you know the things that could hinder uh, my expectations, and God had me to reflect back to. Uh, a time when I was addicted uh, to crack cocaine, and, and um, I, I had an identification uh, issue. You know, I was I was an addict, addicted to crack cocaine, and, and, and I, but I didn't know I was an addict. I didn't know I was addicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I didn't want to accept that fact, and uh, but eventually I came around to understanding. On what an addict was, and I was God, you know, saw fit for me to overcome that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was saying, well, you know, one of the reasons why you struggle um, in your walk with Christ, Jeff, because you 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 have an identification issue, uh, and it, it, okay. it, it's hindering your uh, expectations because yeah. you, you are a saint, but you don't know you're a saint. You're a believer, but you don't know you're a believer. You're an overcomer, but you don't know you're an overcomer. You know, so it's like as, as I really understand who I am in Christ, uh, it makes my expectations that much mm. more possible, you know. So as I was listening to your declaration, I was making the connections 
you know what I'm saying, from the, the time when I had an identification issue as an addict and being able to identify myself, identify myself as a saint, as a Christian, uh, mm-hmm. as a believer, you know, uh, I, I'm a conqueror, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I'm more than a conqueror, you yeah. know. Uh, so uh, I, I got to get rid of all of the distractions that, uh, matter of fact, I cast them out, cast them down, the, you know, um, so that you can um, with my uh, radical expectations, you know, mm-hmm. but my my desire, my expectations is really for me to humble myself and, and, and be that willing vessel, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not yeah. so much as what I want to receive from God, but what I can do for him, you know. But I know I need it's all through his power and through his spirit in order for me to even do that, you know. Yeah. So, um, I, man, you, you another full-course meal this morning. You, you, oh, served, God. You, you served us. Thank you for your decoration. Oh, praise God. Praise absolutely my pleasure. Um, you said so much. And I can attest to having a lack of identity myself. I, I, I struggled with that for years, for years, not identifying myself with God, not identifying myself with who he said that I was, not identifying myself just with the very fact that he saved me, that he put his full body, not a half a body, put his full body on the cross for me. I had, a, it, it was a struggle. And, and once I came to a complete, a, a place of completion, like, you know, like, okay, you know, I can, I can let this go. I can just relent and rest in him. Like, wait a minute, this is what he did. This is a gift. This is what he blessed me with. He said, blessed are those who believe and have not seen. And, and that just took me to a whole nother place. So that's absolutely, and I believe he spoke for a lot of people that may be listening. But yes, we've all had that, and it's absolutely important. Our identity, yes, because it will drive our expectations. I didn't even expect anything. I don't even remember even having a desire beyond, you know, my pain or beyond the emotional turmoil, you know, beyond the dark. And there was, there, I couldn't, I couldn't even get to expecting his word because I was allowing my mental to be so bombarded um, with the enemy's condemnation that I, I couldn't even get there. I didn't, I didn't know who I was. But amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for chiming in. That that was really, really enlightening. Good morning, amen. Sister Angela. Good morning. Good morning. This is Pretty Patrice, and I just wanted to share with you that I recently had um some emotions come up for me that were um, from my past. And I had to feel the feelings, but what I what I got in touch with is why now? Why did it come up now? Uh, mm-hmm. I got in touch with the fact that I heard um, someone else share something painful from their childhood. And that's what triggered it for me, mm-hmm. right? And so so it wasn't that I didn't want to accept where I've been. 
I just need to know that God is in control of where I'm going. I'm in control of where I'm going. I am who he says I am. And although I had to feel those feelings in the moment, it's sometimes difficult for me to um, decipher, am I in this moment because I was a part of a 12-step program and that is something that is ongoing and my relationship with my Lord and Savior is on a whole nother level and it is saying who I am and where I'm going. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I understand what you're saying because it's something that I deal with too. And what I what I have what I have learned through Christ is you know what? Because some of those memories they just they may not. They may not. And I had to come to this. I was like, you know what, Angela, some of these memories they may not ever go away. They may not because the enemy uses us, uses them to try and pull us his way. But the weapon that I use, the word to strike, you know, as the king, as um, I think it was Elisha or Elijah told that king to strike. And he only strikes three times. And he said, you, why did you stop? Why did you stop striking? You got to keep striking. You got to keep striking. He said, now, you know, you, you, you guys are going to win a few battles, but you're not going to win them all. Why did you stop striking? So I learned to take that word, that sword and strike and strike and being aware. You know, what caught, what would catch me is I, I wasn't being, um, my, my level of awareness of the thoughts coming up, swelling up or welling up, um, I, I wasn't quick to catch hold of them. I would entertain them, but I began to use the word, the sword to strike. When I felt something coming up or um, a thought was rising up, I would strike it. I would counteract it with who I am now. I would counteract it with, a, you know, I would go find something in the word if nothing of the word didn't swell up. And I would counteract it with how deeply I'm loved by God, how I am eternally loved by God. And that is my past. I don't have a right to my past. I got a right to my future. That was given when I um, accepted Jesus Christ as my savior. Yeah. That is dead. You know, that old man, it went dead. And I had to keep telling myself, no, that's, that's, that's you, Satan. You, you, you're trying to fish. You're trying to find something. And it took me, it did. It, 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 it took me some time. And I'm not perfect in, it, in that area. I'm not perfect in that area. And it, I feel when I realize the thoughts are there, I, 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 I go for them. I strike it. Like, no, because I know it could take me into hours of misery, it could take me into days of misery. And those are places that I, I didn't want to be. So this, I can attest and I can tell you that that's, um, you're not alone. It happens to us all. And that's how um, I strike. That's how I fight it. Um, daily, daily, just yesterday, thinking about it now, just yesterday, I was like, that is not the truth, I'm not thinking about that, and um, 
yeah, it's a daily fight. Amen. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Is there anyone else? Good morning. Thanks for God. This is Sister Shantae. Uh, Great declaration. Thank you so very much. Um, I was taking notes. I'm actually at UC Davis Hospital, and I was wondering if you saints didn't mind um, agreeing with me in prayer. My 15-month-old little baby son, Hezekiah, has to get an MRI, and he has to go under anesthesia. And I've never experienced anything like this before. So Mm -hmm. if you could please just um, uplift him in prayer, as well as the doctors and everybody who is in this hospital who needs Jesus, even those who don't, but God knows, um, or who those who who don't think they need him. Um, But, yeah, if you could Mm -hmm. please just agree with me in prayer that God will do what he is best at knowing to do, is healing and just doing what he does. Thank you, saints. I love you. Okay, and what, what's your baby's name? His name is Hezekiah. Hezekiah, and what's your name again, sis? I didn't hear your name. You said Hezekiah. My name is Sister Shantae. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, Shantae, we're gonna we're gonna believe with you right now. You at UC Davis Thank right you. now. Um, Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. Father, you are good. You are holy. Father, you are righteous. Father, you are God that is merciful, gracious, long-suffering, abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity, transgressions, and transpasses. Father, you are mighty and holy. God, we give you thanks right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the life of Hezekiah. We thank you for the life of Shantae. Father, we thank you right now, Father, that you know that all things, Father, work together for our good. You made it to be so. God, we thank you right now. This MRI that he has to have, Father, we know your hand is upon him. He would not be in this situation if everything was not going to be well. Whatever the MRI um, is going to do, whatever they are looking for, Father, allow it to be dissolved. We call his body healed. We call this situation resolved in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, touch the doctors, touch the anesthesiologists right now, that they do the anesthesia correct, that there is no fault, that there is no failure, that everything runs smooth, and that his body functions in the way that you created it to function in the mighty name of Jesus. Touch the nurses, touch the doctors, touch the attendants, Touch those that are monitoring his heart, those that are monitoring his breathing, those that are monitoring his brainwaves. In the mighty name of Jesus, we call this baby whole. We call him healed. In the name of Jesus, we do not have to be there. You say the words that he did, just words, and they were healed. In the name of Jesus, take away all fear from Shantae. Cause her to be confident in you. Cause her to be confident 
in you and let her cover her child in prayer in the mighty name of Jesus that thanksgiving rolls off of her lips. Thank you, Father. We know that all things are well. Thank you, Father, that his brain is right, his body is right, his heart is right, everything about him, his circulatory system is right. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you right now that your power is running through every doctor, every anesthesiologist, every nurse, everyone involved, every one checking them in, everyone seeing about them, everyone that's there with her, there with her in prayer in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you right now and we believe nothing but and guaranteed success in this situation. We thank you, we praise you, we worship you, we give you glory. In Jesus' most precious and holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. All things will be well, sir. Thank you, Jesus. All things will be well. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Um, well, amen. Well, God bless you all. Um, if there is, is there anyone else before we um, end the call? Well, amen, amen. God bless you all. I love you all with the love of Jesus Christ. Thank God for the Declare Victory family. Thank God for Dion. Thank God for all the admin. Thank God for um, um, his hand that is upon this line, his hand that is upon us. And I thank God for you all and love you and appreciate God for you all being my family. God bless you all. Declare Victory family. We will see you tomorrow morning. Same time, same number. Have an absolutely amazing, amazing day. God bless you. Bye-bye. Have a great day, everybody. God bless you. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everyone. Listen, Hezekiah, up, Shantae. Have a great day, everyone.